think I'm live. That's live. I think seeing it. Oh. oh what Hold on. Don't, 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 don't. You're going to. It's fine. It's fine. You sure? I think. What'd you do? It it dropped. Oh, this is not. <coughs> Here we go. <coughs> um. Oh, we need. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, we need ads. We should uh, try doing an ad in content and then not jump to a break. You know, in other words, hey, hope you're riding your electric bike from Eco and then. Okay, now when they study show, blah blah blah. You want to do it that way? Well, it might it might uh, ease up the uh, glut of ads. Well, the reason I know is there a glut this week? No, that the reason it it was that way uh, not last week, but <laughs> before was because we were out last week. Okay, frat, uh, frat. <clears throat> But I'm, we can certainly swap things up. But like well, for instance, today you just have Frat, Eco, and Eckberg Lammers. So Kenny, um, we need to do a make good for Schoons at some point today, tomorrow, or Wednesday. <coughs> well, it's a little late now, so I'd love to do it tomorrow. That's fine. I'm just letting you know. All right. So then what I need from you today is a maple grove, a seafoam, a moon, and a DK mags. Please. All right. <clears throat> All right. Rock. I think oh Johnny's not okay. Hmm. Okay. Oh shit. Darn it. Okay. isn't going to work out. Joe, did you say you were or were not bringing up China today? I have no idea. What got, do you got? No, I was just curious because there's there is some audio but I haven't that somebody sent but I haven't listened to it yet. So if you weren't going to bring it up, I wasn't going to bother listening to it. Well, let's listen to it. <laughs> right. Well, you got nothing else to do. Let's listen to it. We might use it. Uh, all right. Give me a second. Give me a second. Kenny, I take it you're coming down here Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be there for a few days. Yeah. 
Hey, Kenny, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, I was sick all week. Oh, oh, you sound sick. Lost my voice. Huh. Yeah. COVID? No. Where did it go? I just had it here a second ago. Oh, damn it. Are you telling me I threw that away? Oh, God. Oh, here it is. Thank goodness. How are you doing over there? I'm trying to find it. Well, who was it from? Uh, I think his name is Eric. No, no. Who's the audio? <laughs> What's the audio? And that's the other thing. I think it was from uh, another show. James, what the hell's this guy's name? Well, then you know what? Never mind. Yeah, let's not be using somebody else's material. It, it was very interesting. Basically talking about how the Chinese government is desperately trying to suppress all of the videos you're seeing on uh, social media that are the, the protest videos. I'm well, aware not, of that. They're not doing a very good job. Well, that's what I'm saying. But the Chinese government is so desperate to try to squash any any video that's surfacing online. You read any of the either one of the two Iran stories here in the last two days, Joe? No. Oh. Does it have to do with the World Cup? Today's does. It's a f funny piece, but yesterday's doesn't. It uh, has to do with their making war-grade uh, nuclear material. You want me to tell you why uh, soccer is a joke in this country? No, I already, I already know, so you don't have to, but thanks. Well, I well, see if your answer is the same as mine. Oh, so you're going to tell me anyway. No, what's your answer? Well, because it's stupid. Well, that's not the answer. Well, yeah, yeah, that is the answer, Joe. It's the perfect socialist game. Nothing happens. <laughs> you're right. The other part of this was that there's... Uh, something called Song Ping Yang. Sure. They got a lot of pings <clears throat> over there. They're building the largest quarantine camp in China's Guangzhou City. It has 90,000 isolation pods. Well, why are these commies so uh, worried about people getting COVID? They don't They're like not. people. It's all about control. Right. It has nothing like to do with the virus. And then you got Fauci fucking throwing it spouting off again. Dang it, I'm the first Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Sorry, Town Council. I'm not off to a good start this week. Uh, I've okay. decided I don't like turkey. Oh, you haven't had it right. I just get too much of tryptophan in it. I got a really good recipe from my mother-in-law. I know. I don't want to hear about it. And I Fratelloni's it Hardware and Garden Stores. Really good. Really, really good. You guys good on ads? Okay. Uh, let me get rid of that. <clears throat> okay. You ready, Joe? I forgot to go to Eco. Oh, yeah. Last week. You didn't have enough time, apparently. I was pretty busy. <laughs> ready, Brad? Yeah. Okay. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Pat podcast number 969, November 28th, 2022. 58 degrees was the high on this day. 
That was in 1941. And we're a long way from being shut out of the 60s yet. Mm. We'll have some 60s coming up. And 21 below on this day in 1887. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. You have a great Thanksgiving. Great. Let's move on. The uh, <laughs> turkey's overrated. I'm done with it. I don't like it. You also don't like gravy. I don't eat gravy. But I, I will say this. On Thanksgiving. I will say this. I will say this. I think amazing things can be done with dressing, and then the dressing in and of itself can become a meal. I agree with that. Huh? I agree uh-huh. with that. A little, a little a dressing and maybe a salad. A lot of carbs, though. Bing, bing, who cares? Uh, now I'm going to clear up the World Cup for you. World Cup soccer. You got the fever? Uh, a lot of people uh, A lot of people in this country say this is a joke. You're just pretending to like it. And then the people who like it say you don't understand it. Uh, and I think it's a cliche on both sides of the issue. I think it just is what it is. It's a, it's a great socialist game. Not much happens. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you. Uh, I can tell you the answer. Uh, maybe Kenny has his answer. I can tell you why soccer's not a big deal in this country. Okay. Well, I want to know if anyone else knows why it's not a big I'm deal. I'm not a fan of the sport. I bet well, you know why. Well, it's stupid, Joe. It's it's a dumb game. Yeah. It's 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 stupid. All you have to do is run and kick. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not popular in this country because this country's best athletes don't play it. That's a good point. Now think about if Patrick Mahomes played soccer. LeBron James. LeBron James. Right. Uh, Michael Jordan. Sure. Uh, what if uh, Josh Allen? Uh, uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. If they played soccer, you'd be on the edge of your seat. That's a good point. There's your answer. I do like the idea of There's your answer. every country competing against one another. I'm just not a fan of soccer. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not a fan of these human rights violators even being in the tournament. That's uh, that's also a good point. <laughs> well, they want to. Iran wants to kick us out. Yeah. Why don't we have a final? Why don't we just cut to a final between Russia and North Korea? There we go, and just get it over with. <laughs> but there's your answer. No need to debate it or uh, uh, linger over it. Plus, you can't even have a cold pop while you're watching it in Qatar. The answer is. Our best athletes don't play soccer. That's right. They play other sports. They play real football. I do love the precious ones that want to look down on us for not appreciating the sport. Well, that's a cliche. Yeah. Uh, It's a cliche to pretend you like it and you're interested in it. And it's a cliche to pretend that you're not interested in it. It is what it is. It's a world-renowned, famous game. But in other countries the best athletes gravitate towards soccer. Mm -hmm. In this country, our best athletes play baseball and football and basketball and hockey. That's right. There you are. You know why? That's where the money is. I'll say. That's where the money is. You got a lot on your spindle today? I saved one article from the past week to chat about in the old mayor's office in Garage Logic. 
I could have shaved many, but many of them had to do with the climate, as you might expect. Uh, and this one does uh, peripherally. It, it was from the Saturday Star Tribune. And it was the play story in this most recent Saturday, Saturday, November 26, Star Tribune. City shifts gears on EV stations, uh, electric vehicle charging. And basically what we learned is that Minnesota building codes uh, uh, prohibit well, let me let me just read it so I get it correctly. A Minnesota building code code official told the city that a provision well starts off by saying the people who live in all these little boxes of apartments mm-hmm. with because they're going to save the earth that way. They don't. They're now crying in their soup because they can't charge their little electric oh, vehicle, which is going to save the earth. Yeah. And then we learned that a Minnesota building code official told the city that a provision in state law prohibits cities from adopting an ordinance to require building components or systems that differ from those in state building code. The new Minneapolis ordinance violates that provision because the Minneapolis people, not really knowing the the left hand in Minneapolis doesn't know what the right hand is doing. They go ahead and adopt a new building code to throw up the charging stations. And the state says, wait a minute, you can't do that because <laughs> the two codes have to be uh, in harmony. The new Minneapolis ordinance violated that provision. The official said, even though the state building code says nothing about electric vehicles. So in October, Minneapolis amended the ordinance. Now, instead of requiring wiring and charges in new garages, it's trying to lure developers to add them with incentives. The state pushback was a surprise at Stacey Miller, a Minneapolis sustainability program coordinator. Oh, boy. You're, you're paying oh, for that. That's Give a big that. title. Yeah, well, all the big cities have them now. Shouldn't that have a foghorn? Yeah. A lot of time was spent on the initial ordinance, she said. Well, what else did you have to do, Stacy? You're a <laughs> sustainability coordinator. A lot of time was spent on the initial ordinance, she said, and the vast shortage of electrical of EV charging stations in multifamily buildings must be addressed. We must do something Pump about this. Off. Most often the developer seems unwilling unwilling to include EV infrastructure. The code conflict is not unique to Minnesota, said Ben Rabe, project manager at New Buildings Institute at Portland, Oregon, nonprofit focused on building codes. Well, huh? that'd be exciting to wait, wait for, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Across the country, local governments are plotting how to meet greenhouse gas reduction goals and wading into a gray area in many state building codes on just who has jurisdiction over adding EV charging station infrastructure. It just, I say that because it, it struck me as childish, <laughs> just uh, completely childish. Uh, you know, we, we're doing our part. We don't want to own a home. We think that's patriarchal and white, and we're going to live in this little shit-ass apartment building. <laughs> and, and then we have to have our little uh, electric cars to plug in, but you didn't put the charger in for us. Hold up. And okay. it's your fault. <laughs> and that's not our fault. No. It's not our fault that we didn't plan ahead or think about it. It's just that you have to come up with this now because we're doing the right thing. It's all a bunch of BS. <laughs> and I can't take it anymore. I thought the week off would help me not be able to take it. Now you're able all wound to, up I can't again. take it anymore. 
It's all such nonsense. I have to say. Oh, boy. Careful. Bless you. Bless you. He's all worked sneeze. up. I don't even know where to take this. That was the only reason I saved it, is to point out that I think it's just childish. Euphorians never link. I know why it's... They not only can't link... They refuse to link <laughs> when me. it's right in front of their face. They not only can't link... Like a sneeze. They don't even consider linking. Mm -hmm. They're like kids. They... They say, hey, I got a new big wheel. Oh, but it's raining on. I can't ride it today. Make it stop raining. Well, <laughs> what the hell do you people fault. want? <laughs> and I know why it has you worked up. Hmm. Because you see this as the tip of the iceberg with problems like this that we've now instituted with government regulation, right? Oh, the tip. No, the government regulations have long been out of control. But you're seeing this is a whole new, I guess, a whole new tip. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you called it childish, and I'd like to expand on that because not only are you right about that, but I think the entire movement and supporters behind this whole climate change thing are childish. Absolutely. I, I mean. Absolutely. Uh, for example, Greta Thunberg is suing Sweden. Oh, well, and but and she's literally a child. And she's a child. Yeah. Uh, letter to the editor on Sunday, talking about uh, NASA and uh, the uh, Artemis program and how the, they're spending almost one hundred billion. This right. small little letter to the editor. I read this. Yeah, and, and the small little letter is, you know, he's making some good points. Yeah. Uh, Nick from Roseville. But then the last sentence made me laugh, and I'm wondering if if this letter is a joke or if he's he's r real here. Last line: Wouldn't it be a better use of funds to address the immediate crisis of climate change? Yeah, he had me until that line. <laughs> I think he's joking. That's got to be a joke, right? Because the guy had a good point. You know, why are we why are we yeah. spending hundreds of billions of dollars to go back to the moon? Right. See, there's nothing there. Right. We've been there. Yeah. Right. Why don't we along. spend the money instead on the fact that we're all going to die? I'm reading along, going, "You tell them, Nick. Go get them." Yeah. Get him, boy. Yeah. And then hold on. Wait a minute. And then <laughs> crash. And, and and I just propose to you that almost all these people are childish. Mm -hmm. So in in terms of the, the article that you're you're putting out there, because I, I encountered someone um similar to this. I'm wondering if a lot of these people that thought, well, I gotta live in the urban sustainable core and I gotta buy the condo and I gotta buy the EV. Do they all have buyer's remorse now, realizing that, well, these policies, they suck, but I still want to adhere to and tow the company line? You're aware of what's taking place in China right now. Boy, I'll say. The uh, citizens, with great justification, are taking to the streets and trying to unshackle themselves from this dreadful communist rule and control. And apparently the COVID lockdowns have been just horrible for them. Uh, they literally can't get food or uh, medicine and blocks at a time get locked down and people get locked in their hovels and they can't go anywhere. And they're taking to the streets and they're calling for Xi's resignation and they're pounding their fists and at great risk to their health, at great risk to their bodily health, they're going to get beat up by the cops and and but if I, I, I just think if enough of them continue to take to the streets, maybe they could win. If, if 
if literally hundreds of millions of them took to the street, they could win. And and I'm bringing this up because I wonder, will it reach that point in this country where millions and millions of Americans, this is down the road, maybe not as far as we think, but will millions and millions of Americans have to be taking to the streets to put an end to these draconian climate change measures and say, we've had it, we've had it. Quit telling me where I can plug something in. I can't plug something in. I don't want to drive a government-mandated car. Yes, you keep looking at me. Uh, but I, you, well, go ahead, Kenny. Go ahead. I don't think they will until they're forced to. But it's coming. Uh, yeah, but you're putting a lot of faith in Americans for being proactive. Well, and, then, uh, then we're just going to lay down and just get trampled. You're right. but also assuming that exactly. a lot of people in this country think that COVID is over. So yeah. coming out of the holidays... Should parents expect schools to shut down? I don't know, uh, uh, Margaret. I'm not sure. When, when you talk about shutting down schools, there's always the collateral That's also effects. radioactive. <laughs> it is, exactly. Huh. There's always the collateral issue. So you have to balance, and you do it in real time, depending upon the viral load of disease in your region, whether you know the upper northeast may be quite different from the southwest, from the from the from the Pacific Coast, from Stop. the Upper Northwest. I've stopped listening to him a long time ago. The problem is, I don't not I don't dislike have. him or like him. I just I, he just is what he is, and I I've moved on. I can't. Uh, well, of course you have. I have. Kenny has, and a lot of people have. But there's also a lot of people that have not. This was Dr. Fauci on Face the Nation yesterday. Yeah, he's a great propaganda writer, isn't he? <clears throat> Kelly Duran, founder and principal of Bloomington-based Duran Group, declined to comment on the new EV incentive. He cautioned that the city must balance the need for affordable housing with the cost of EV infrastructure and estimated that pre-wiring each stall costs three grand to five grand. Some Minneapolis officials, however, said the cost more likely is two grand to four grand. So the children are going to argue about that. Uh, nevertheless, Duran Group has moved ahead on its own. The company decided a few years ago to add electrical components to 20% of garage stalls in its new construction, allowing EV chargers to be installed. Uh, he said the company has wired a handful of upscale developments, including the Expo Complex in the Marcy Holmes neighborhood. The wired stalls aren't filled up yet. But they will be said it's coming, he said. I think there's just a given, and we just wanted to be prepared for that. So basically, rich people now will be fighting over who gets the garage stall with the EV charger. Right. Never mind that the whole sustainable movement was designed ostensibly to accommodate people who aren't rich. Right? Oh, it's just it was, so it, delicious. It, it's, just a, it's a bleep show. This whole thing is a complete bleep show. If I was the developer um, and me being a creep, I would put the EV parking stalls furthest away from the units that they live in. For instance, <laughs> um, if you live on the first floor, uh, your parking stall would be, what, fifth floor in the basement. I mean, the longest possible distance you have to walk, not only to the elevator, but to get to your unit, just just because I'm a creep. Well, it'll probably get to the point where you, you won't be able to use a, a gasoline car in these yeah, compounds. You can't drive them in the can't garage. can't drive into the garage. Right. Because if it's going to burn down, damn it, we're going to burn it down with an electric car, not you your know, car. You know why they won't let them in, because they're, uh, what, what, what are these gas-powered cars doing, Joe? 
they're killing the earth. They're spewing. They're spewing. Yeah, they're, they're spewing. spewing. Yeah. And so uh, more and more government involvement is inevitable uh, that the taxpayers will probably have to begin footing the bill mm -hmm. for the installation of the charging stations. Just as the government is subsidizing the purchase of the electric vehicles, just as the government, much to my disappointment with the automobile manufacturers, is forcing this on you. It's forcing you to drive a government car. So That's all these things are government cars. So what you're saying, Such, is if you buy or live in a home, uh, a family home in South you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, wherever, and you drive a couple of gas-powered vehicles, you're still going to be paying for the charging stations? I predict so. Yes, yeah. I predict yeah. so. Well, of course you're right. Yeah. yeah. Just so, imagine, though. Imagine that world. But this really caught my eye because with the – the childishness of it struck home. We've we've elected the wrong people. Uh, we will continue to because no sane person wants any part of this. You need to change that phrase. What in this state we've reelected the wrong people. <laughs> we've reelected the same people, <laughs> yes, and and it's never going to change because they're very excitable adult children, and they grasp the latest fad. And the latest fad is the government mandated electric vehicles. So they, they encourage those. And, and then they, the fad they had before that was throwing up as many of these Soviet style square, ugly apartment buildings as possible uh, to keep you near the uh, light rail tracks. And some of them have garages into which you can, will let you drive an electric car, but Oh my God, no, we forgot about the charging stations. Okay. <laughs> we'll get the taxpayers to put those in. It's just a never ending, a series of incompetencies because we've just elected or reelected the wrong people. So and the right people don't want to run. Nope. Is the electricity that's being used? Is that free? Or is he yeah, just comes right out of the wall? Just comes out of the wall, Kenny, right yeah. out of that outlet. You don't have to pay for that. Oh, oh, okay. That comes right out of the wall. Speaking of the oh. uh, the the wow. people being reelected, uh, Mr. Hauser had Keith Ellison on his show yesterday at issue, and Tom <clears throat> was very obviously very polite as he is always, and then asked him about the food fraud scandal and mm -hmm. how his office is going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And Keith's response was just straight out of the left's playbook. Boilerplate. Oh, we have we have new systems in place. Yeah, sure you see do. that. Well, this won't happen. I kept waiting for him to say, "Give me something here." How how are you going to reassure me, Keith, that this isn't going to happen again? And it he, he gave me nothing. That won the center of the American Experiments Golden Turkey Award. Good. The food fraud scandal. Good. Yeah. As well, it should. And Heather Mueller stepped down. Uh, from the head of the Department of Education, a Walls appointee, and uh, has yet to comment to the press. Oh, I wonder. Denied an interview. She's in probably going to speak at some I, point later on, right? But there you have it, folks. You live in your little uh, box apartment, and you, it's just wonderful. And uh, uh, and you have an electric car. Uh, you just hang on because uh, the taxpayers haven't gotten to you yet. We'll... Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll plug you in there as soon as we can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll change those building codes too. How dare they have created a building code in 1948 that didn't take into account these damn electric vehicles. Oh, and meanwhile, while you're waiting for that uh, free electricity, you might want to check your mailbox because there's been a uh, a recall on your Tesla. 
<laughs> 80,000 of them going back to the Are factory. you serious? Yeah. Wow. I had to do some work uh, this past week regarding my uh, will and estate plan. You did? I had to make sure where it was and if it's up to date. Anything we need to be worried about? No, no, okay, no. But I'm re- I'm uh, just echoing what Eckberg Glamours can do for you, which is to create an estate plan. And if you don't think you need one, think again. Because when you at last pass from our midst, you don't want to leave a mess for your family. You want everything to work out smooth. You want your... Uh, you want your belongings and your uh, your desires to avoid the court system, to avoid probate, and Eckberg Lammers will take care of that. They've been doing it for more than 70 years with a team that specializes in estate planning. We all have stuff, and unfortunately, we're all going to die. And if you don't have a plan in place, the courts are going to decide everything for you. That's why the estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly, and that's the way you want. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this today. Call Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at eckberglammers.com slash will. We were out of town for a couple of days, but boy, when we got back, I was looking forward to my water system. That's right. My Kinetico water system, the drinking water system I had installed just a couple of months ago. I can't believe how much I missed it when we were out of town, but boy, bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home, and that includes your drinking water. And that's why my friends from Hofferman Water are here to get that situation rectified. They offer sales, service, and rental for Kinetico water treatment systems. Like I said, the drinking water systems, but also water softeners and iron rust and odor filtration systems. A new system from Kinetico can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. You get that new system from Kinetico and Hofferman and your showers are better. So is your laundry and, of course, your drinking water. So do me a favor and get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I have been a customer of theirs for quite some time and very satisfied, and you will be too. Call them today, 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or you can see everything that they have to offer online at HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. I am a failure at uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. How's that, Ken? Well, on Saturday, I looked some product up I wanted to buy. It was a normally $499. It was on sale for $339. Plus, if you sign up for email, you know how they bother you with email and mm-hmm. phone calls, you get another $25 off. So what's that? Three, oh, nine, three nineteen. Anyway, uh, a good price. And I thought, and this was on Saturday, I thought, oh, I'm going to wait till Cyber Monday because, oh, I bet you it'll be even better, right? Nope. It's back to its normal $4.99 oh. price on Cyber Monday. Wah, wah. I don't, uh, I'm so not I a said, failure because I don't partake in either the Friday or well, the Monday. It, this is all by coincidence, Joe. I yeah. just happened on Saturday, I looked up this, uh, it's a plasma cutter. Uh, 
yeah, so I sent them an email this morning asking if they were going to do a Black Friday deal or a Cyber Monday thing. Nope. <laughs> so I responded, oh, bummer. I was going to buy one today. Um, can we, when we get back, when Kenny's done with his ad, can we please promote the town council? Yeah, I got uh, an interesting email about it. Okay. Alrighty. And now we're going to talk about marijuana. Okay. And we're going to talk about daylight savings time. Okay. Are we ready? We're going to talk about never buy a restored car. No, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Once you sell it to that kid. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was. That was that was a low blow. It was. It was terrible of you. Uh, are you ready to go? You know that Reavers went to a Tampa Bay Lightning game. I did. They played the Bruins. They did. Who won that game? Uh, the Bruins. It was a it was a laugher. They, they sell those games out. It was packed. I couldn't believe. How'd it. How'd you get tickets? I just went on StubHub. Well, the thing is, I bought one. So if I needed, wait a minute. You went down there with your family. Right. And though you just left them at the Motel 6 and you went well, to a lightning game. She had game? 7,000 friends in town. Oh. So she said, "Yeah, why don't you why don't you go off on your own and oh. leave leave us here?" Oh. No, it was the I thought, "Well, this is perfect. It's the one night where we didn't have anything going on." I said, "Do you mind?" She goes, "No, go ahead. It's fine." Where is that rink? Downtown It's right Tampa? in downtown Tampa. Whereas it's, the ballpark is across the river in St. Pete. Yeah, they got it's it's a weird setup they got there because you got all the bridges and the bays and the and the uh, you know boy they they can't slap up those housing developments fast enough down there. A lot of people moving to Florida, Chris. Yep. All right, here we go. Wait a second. I had two pieces. Oh, Kenny, you might want to do Moon here since Joe did Eckberg. Weed. And now I can only find one piece on weed. He got weed. Oh, well, I'll just wing it. Did you hear me? Yeah, here. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love you too. All right, I'm rolling. <laughs> This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Beamers, we call them, Hux, Husqvarna, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am. Moon Motorsports has those brands, the brands you need right now. And if you buy a brand new motorcycle from Moon Motorsports, they're going to give you free winter storage or free delivery to your Minnesota location. Uh, you can see the many brands and explore all the options at moonmotorsports.com. Uh, they had a big Black Friday sale last Friday. How'd it go? Were you there? I, I hope you, I hoping you were because uh, you saved you saved money on parts, apparel, gear by the hour. So I'm really proud of you for showing up for the, for that. And uh, one of you, or maybe even more of you than one one uh, one of three Polaris Sportsman 110 U size ATVs for the kiddos. It's not too late to stop in and pick one up. Moon Motorsports uh, took delivery on a whole bunch of these units. And, boy, 
you want to make that kid all happy, roll that thing in in the middle of the night, put it right under the Christmas tree. They will love. It's basically a bribe. That's what it is. They're <laughs> just going to have to be good kids from uh, from this point forward if you give them one of those. Moon Motorsports, our Minnesota motorcycle ATV side-by-side and service parts and sales provider right there uh, in Monticello, south side of 94, west of 25, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Hi, Joe. Hail, Flashlight King. Hail you. This is regarding uh, the town council. Okay. And we have a big gathering this Wednesday. Yes, we do. I've been a GLer since the early days of the show, and now many of my friends are. This is only the second time that I've emailed you. Actually, you read my first email. Uh, that was at an outdoor event. Uh, I guess. Oh, he showed a, a guy who showed up on a motorcycle how to get the podcast. Now for the reason that I'm emailing you today. I am a hobby woodworker, and every Christmas I make presents for family, friends, and the like. This year's gift, now help me follow this. This year's gift is ice cream scoops. Okay. He's going to make his own. I'll purchase the stainless steel scoops and turn the handles on a lathe using a variety of woods in various shapes. With the scoop on one end of the handle, I want to inlay something on the other end. After racking my brain, I decided to go with wheat pennies. That would make the scoops unique from any others. And wheat pennies are pretty cool by themselves. Not only that, most young people today have probably never even seen a wheat penny. Years ago, I would toss them in a jar thinking that someday they would be worth a lot of money. Does that sound familiar? Hmm. Unfortunately, I can't find the jar. My guess would be that one of the kids I used to have found the jar and spent the pennies or traded them for baseball cards. This is where you come in. You've talked about your collection. I'm assuming you have quite a few. My proposal is that I buy 50 pennies from you for whatever price you ask. Really? Okay, I want $5 a piece. Okay, come on. <laughs> no, why don't I just give the guy 50 pennies? Sure. Unfortunately, wheat pennies are worth a penny. Uh, whatever price you ask, it also puts you on the recipient list for a scoop. <gasps> I'm fairly confident. Cool. I'm fairly confident that you like a good bowl of ice cream. What GL or doesn't? I will be at the first ever town council meeting in River Falls, and we can swing the deal at that time if you like. Once the scoops are done, I'll ship yours to you. Never afraid and always pushing back Kevin from Prescott. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Kevin. I'm not going to sell them to you. You can, in exchange for a scoop, why don't I just bring a pocket full of wheat pennies and you can have Love them. It. And you won't remember. You, you, I, I actually am making a note to myself. <laughs> it's a post-it to put on the <laughs> well, dash? I'll have to, I'll, this will have to be transferred to a post-it note, which then goes on the dashboard. Got it. Right. So uh, let me clarify. Uh, the Garage Logic first ever members only meeting. The Garage Logic Town Council is going to hold their first, our first ever Town Council members only meeting this Wednesday, November 30th from 4 to 6 30 p.m. It's going to happen at Tattersall Distillery in River Falls, Wisconsin. You can join the GL crew for complimentary appetizers starting at 4 p.m. with a Garage Logic podcast to follow at 5. This event is only open to town council members. And members that wish to attend need to RSVP in the town council member platform at garagelogic.com. If you're not a member and want to be at this exclusive and official meeting, it's not a problem. Just sign up right now for the town council at garagelogic.com and then RSVP for the event 
Hard to believe, but we'll see you in two days at Tattersall and River Falls. I love this so much, and here's why. If you'd like to get 50 wheat pennies from the mayor, why don't you email him with a proper exchange, and he'll meet you in the Hubbard parking lot. Yeah. Uh, who is bringing me? Rookie. We Kenny and I decided that um, we we're going to task Rookie with that. Okay. Am I still the only person on staff worried about what kind of show we're going to put on there? Yes, I think you so. are. Yeah, I think you are. We're not talking about your taxes. No. We're not talking about Trump. We're not talking about walls. We're not talking pandemic. I, You know what I do like, though? What was this gentleman's name? Kevin from Prescott. I love that he does something cool like this as Christmas gifts, because I'm assuming these are kids of his and whatnot, because they're going to remember that. Things like that. that that's I, really cool. I, I, I take like it that. the penny will be at the top of the scoop handle. Oh, the tip. Uh, so an in, in inlaid, meaning he, he's probably doing it in such a way that you can see both sides of the wheat penny. Sure. So uh, that's cool. Instead of pennies, bring quarters, because I think my activity, my planned activity is we're going to play the world's <laughs> biggest quarters game. The, the biggest and, what? And, and I'm sure Such has never played quarters. Quarters? Yeah. But since uh, you're not driving, uh, I think it'll be okay for you to play quarters. Okay, I'll play quarters. Do you have a quarter on you, Reavers? I don't, unfortunately. Because we could, it'd be fun to get Joe uh, on he, cam practicing. Knowing his coordination skills, he is he will be easily the world's have, worst quarters game. Do you have a quarter on you? I do not. Uh, Tom's listening. Hustle downstairs, Tom, with a cup and a quarter so we can teach Such how to play quarters. I am puzzled, as I often am, okay. by the state of the world. What am I missing uh, on the push to legalize marijuana in Minnesota? What am I missing? Well, the fact that it's, I don't know, 20 years too late. That, is that a good place to start? I, I'm uh, trying to this decide. this is the state where nothing uh, is, is allowed. allowed? Yeah, but I'm trying to decide if I can overcome the hypocrisy of these people. It's being pushed for by the left. It's being pushed for by the same people who recoiled in horror if they ever saw anyone light a cigarette. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, no, I, I'm going to stop you right there. All right. Uh, I think both sides are pushing for it. It's just the police unions and the far right politicians who are against it because they're following their Bible thumping uh, voters. Well, but I, 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 everybody's you know, in favor of this. I'm walking a delicate line here. I, I have no personal animosity to marijuana, but I don't understand why it's it's so. That'll give you lung cancer as fast as a cigarette. Well, from what I read recently, I, I guess now I'm jumping over to your side uh, quicker than a cigarette. Well, have you ever remember from your, what I read last week? Well, remember your joint days. The, the tars and oils just oozed out of that sucker. Uh, you called it, you used to call it res. Resin. Res, exactly. The resins where you stick to your fingers and it was <laughs> oozing out. And the same people who demanded that we throw up billboards and we attacked the camel on a pack of camels and we and we we banned smoking in buildings and we uh, stigmatized anyone who went outside and had a cigarette. These are the same people now who are excited to legalize marijuana. And they, I, they my position is I don't get it. They would come back at you and say it's all about the edibles now, Joe. They don't smoke at all. They take them in uh, other forms. 
either in food or candy or whatever. I I I get that it's a it's BS to throw a kid in jail because he had some crumbs in his pocket. I, I get that. Let's not do that. But do you really want a state of, especially in this state, where you want people stoned out of their minds driving around? But what about the um, argument where they're going to do it anyway? Yeah, they already are. Everybody has a story about, I smell weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do. I mean, I pull up to a stop, uh, pull up to an intersection in the summer uh, in the urban core here, the sustainable urban core. And you just almost can get knocked out with the If you want to get on a side, hop on the police side, because uh, isn't it still hard to test for other than looking at eyeballs? Yeah, there is no test. And And I got going to get a blood test. I got news for you. We don't hold a candle to Florida. You smelled a lot of weed. Oh, boy, did I ever. (laughs) Okay, okay. Is it legal there? I forgot. I was going to look that up. GLers, I I hope, understand my, uh, my dilemma. What I'm merely suggesting is... Uh, I, I watched, uh, you know, Mike Cerisi become enriched pursuing tobacco, big tobacco. But big marijuana is okay. Big marijuana is fine. It'll make you as that, sick as cigarettes. I don't know that big marijuana as a corporation exists, does oh, it? Oh, we're, we're pushing for the... Uh, we're we're pushing for it as a business. We're we're desperate to have it become right. big but marijuana. We don't have like a, a Phillips Morris per se. Do not we? not of marijuana yet. I, I don't know that we do. I don't think so. Uh, it is legal in Florida for medicinal purposes, but is, not uh, okay. Now maybe I'm. Uh, are we are we legalizing it here for medicinal purposes or and or recreational purposes? Both. Uh, this would be recreational. Yeah, yeah. but it, it already is legal for medicinal purposes. And, and yeah, and you can already my, you can already get the gummies. No, I know. To the best of my understanding, this is is not restricted to gummies. This will be the the joint you can roll up on a. On, Cigarette paper. Right. And if it's like any other, the other states that have legalized it, you can also grow a small amount for mm-hmm. your own use. I can already take you past a couple of houses where I know I can just see through the window that it's being grown. <laughs> I, I'm not naive. I, I know it's all around us and I know it's popular, but uh, I just find it, uh, again, uh, the world childish almost comes into play because really the same players who were so active in the anti-cigarette movement are now the players uh, the most enthusiastic to legalize marijuana. There's a big piece in the uh, opinion pages today of the Star Tribune by Ryan Winkler, who for years was a, uh, a DFL leader in the Minnesota house. He, he's, resigned to run for, uh, I believe he ran for Hennepin County attorney uh, and did not win. We got Mary Moriarty instead. Oh, boy. And so you 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 have the right attorney for legalized marijuana. She ain't going to prosecute anybody for dope. So uh, here it comes here. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Well, I think I know. And I'm just, I wonder if it's one of those... Uh, Developments that falls under the rubric of be careful what you wish for. Well, and I think maybe so. Alpha News had a cartoon, and I just pulled it up on in uh, yesterday's publication or online publication. 
and it was the family of four, mm-hmm. and it they were in a pit of quicksand. Yeah, and it says you know food cost, high crime, poor education, inflation, gas prices, and then above is walls with the poster board, and it says DFL priorities, legalize pot and abortion, mm-hmm. meaning this is more important to us than no, I, I know what, what, what plagues yeah. everybody else. I, I know what it meant. Okay. Yeah. I you, thought that was pretty good and spot to, on. You didn't have to explain well, that. I thought I would. No, abortion's like already legal. Uh, it's already Abortion legal. is uh, already they've got, legal. Yeah, they've, got, they've got nothing to do. There's no further work priorities, to do. For the priorities is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Well, Walls's priorities are whatever he's told they should be. Okay, we also need to remember, Winkler writes, that cannabis does create some risks and taxes paid by cannabis users should be dedicated to reality-based drug education, impaired driving detection, chemical dependency treatment, and mental health recovery. Cannabis should pay for itself and support recovery for the many people harmed by more dangerous drugs. But, but marijuana is a gateway drug to more dangerous drugs. Oh, it told is, that huh? for a hundred years. Yeah, sure it is. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody that smoked a joint <laughs> is now laying in the gutter looking for a dirty needle to shove between what their toes. The, uh, what was the the show? Well, listen, listen, you bullshit. wasted wastrel. You can <laughs> you 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 can go and smoke all the dope you want. I don't care. You're you're a, the point I'm making is obviously escaping you. There there is the hypocrisy here no, is I, incredible i address that joe and they're yeah. eating gummies yeah and that's what that's the answer they're going to give you joe is this stem from when they made you watch reefer madness it, it, it's, some of this is actually reminding me a lot of reefer madness yeah. and you you know how hair, um weed leads to heroin the same way uh uh, dancing leads to uh, all-out orgies. I mm-hmm. mean, if you you go to a dance, the next thing you know, all the clothes are going to fly off and random strangers for the next yeah, six well, hours. Well, I hope the apartment you live in uh, has a plug-in for your electric vehicle. <laughs> Do you guys know what Zinger. year Reefer Madness originated? I think in the 30s. Oh, wow. I never would have guessed that. Okay, you did know. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it was it was all a big... Do you, Do you know the story about criminalizing weed? No. Oh, it was all idiots because they hated the mexis yeah huh yeah it, it was all about mexicans and yeah it was basically racial minnesota <laughs> needs Ken a... burns on that one Suge. <laughs> yeah minnesota <laughs> needs a single cannabis marketplace not a patchwork of regulations from local governments that will guarantee that an illegal market for cannabis continues we have to create a this is winkler we have to create a successful legal market. We need regulations to be res- reasonable and not arbitrarily burdensome. And we should not set taxes at such a level that the new legal industry cannot thrive. In other words, we're going to do everything possible to make this as smooth as anything. What I heard there is... But don't you be- ever buy cigarettes, man. Ooh. No, what I heard there is they want to try to keep the prices down because right. from what I've read... Every state that has legalized weed also still has a very, very strong illegal weed market just due to the prices Mm -hmm. uh, over the counter. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that. I really have no deep thoughts other than the hypocrisy is, is just overwhelming. And I just don't know how they continue to get away with their anti smoking position. When they're the same people demanding that we have legal marijuana. 
I just don't get it. But a big part of it, though, is just another revenue stream for these people. Cigarettes is a revenue stream. Well, that's, I guess, what I'm getting at. Don't you think that's the big push for this from, from the DFL? Apparently. The apparently. Okay. That's how I read it. And there's equity questions, too, you know. You got to be equitable. Oh, sure. You but know, just in think every community uh, meeting we've held. Just think right. if you're a GLer that, you know, let's say you live in Nebraska or New Mexico or California and you're coming to visit to go to your very first GL town council meeting. Yeah. <laughs> that means you don't have to sneak weed on the plane. Yep. And you don't need to make a, worry about making an illegal score when you get to Minnesota. You can just, you know, stop in Bloomington at go the, to the store. Yeah, get yeah. a bunch if and then go to the GL thing. Only we knew a guy that worked at the airport. Can you imagine how much weed has been seized at MSP? I I don't know. Would it be? Well, I would imagine so. We'll have to ask Rook tomorrow. I in mean, every we'll in every community meeting we held, Winkler writes, many Minnesotans brought up the racial disparities I'm caused read by all that. Can I read this? <laughs> Without interruption? Sorry. In every community meeting we held, many Minnesotans brought up the racial disparities caused by cannabis prohibition. We want those communities harmed by our criminal prohibition to participate in the success of the legal marketplace. We want businesses started and run by people of color to have a chance to thrive in this market. Okay, so instead of uh, the liquor store causing problems at... Uh, Lindale and whatever, we're going to have a marijuana store causing problems. I don't see how you can this. I don't see this having a happy ending. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I don't care if you smoke it or don't smoke it, but don't give me your BS about secondhand cigarette smoke. Don't give me your BS about no cigarette smoking. Uh, don't give me your BS about how virtuous you are for supporting non-smoking. If you're behind this. When work. I was in uh, Colorado, everybody was happy. The cowboys, <laughs> the, the miners, right. uh, the hippies. Very chill. Everybody was very chill, Such very chill. I aired during our week off. It really wasn't a week off. It was three days off because uh, Thursday and Friday holiday. were holidays right. uh, in the Hubbard Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I aired, and I and I have great excuses. None of them will mean any difference to EcoFund because I said I was going to get to EcoFund last oh, week. You didn't, and get I didn't. There. But look, I have a lot to look forward to between now and Christmas to get to EcoFund Motorsports in either Forest Lake or Burnsville, where I can find electric bikes and scooters, uh, all on sale prices for Christmas. Over a hundred youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock, ready to wrap and place under the tree. They'll keep it for you until Christmas. If you pay for it, then they'll say, well, we'll keep it for you. Then you pick it up when you need it. Uh, they've got the golf carts on sale. They've got the full-size ATV with the plow blade, which sounds like we'll need tomorrow as much as five inches of snow Ooh. is forecasted for the uh, metro area. I don't know about outstate. Zero percent financing for one year on all products in stock. Great apparel, too. Great helmets, great service. This is EcoFund Motorsports. In uh, Forest Lake, a new store opened this summer on Highway 97, immediately west of Interstate 35E. You can't miss it. And a uh, store that opened as well this summer in Burnsville on the service road of life uh, near County Road 42 and 35W. EcoFund Motorsports, your one-stop shop 
for Christmas and find out more at EcoFunMotorsports.com. All right, speaking of Thanksgiving, it's in the rearview mirror. No more excuses. Get that garage door repaired today and do it with the best. And that's my friends at Rise and Shine Garage Doors. They do residential, commercial repairs and installations of all things related to the garage door and the opener. And that's important. See, I just needed the opener replaced, and they did it for me. It was that simple. Perfect five-star rating on Google and Yelp for my friends at Rise and Shine Garage Door. And that's because customer service... Well, that's their number one priority. They always give options to people. They don't do high-pressure sales. They let the customer choose from the different solutions that are best for them. And Josh and Alex are the local family owners of Rise and Shine Garage Doors, and they're GLers. They give an automatic 5% discount for seniors and military and AAA members, and all of their employees are certified technicians. That's right. They don't hire ding-dongs off the street like me. No, they hire the best. And maybe you're not inside the metro area. That's all right, because they're expanding to areas. Rochester, Mankato, St. Cloud, Northfield, even parts of western Wisconsin. They will take care of you. Don't forget to ask about the Rooster Club membership, by the way, that includes a tune-up on an annual basis. So here's what you do. Pick up the phone and call 651-300-3252. That's 651-300-3252. Or just visit their website, callriseandshine.com. Again, 651-300-3252. Please let the folks at Rise and Shine know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Woofta. I had a frog in my throat. The little guy is eight years old today. How about Archie Bunker's <clears throat> daughter cuckolding her husband in uh, this Steve McQueen movie, The Getaway? Man, just right in front of the guy. I haven't seen it. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. He hangs himself in the uh, in the bathroom. Who's Archie Bunker's daughter? Her name is Edith. No, it's Gloria Bunker, but uh, Sally Struthers, yeah, Struthers, right? Sally Struthers. Hold on, on. Archie Bunker's daughter. Gloria is played by Sally Struthers. Come on here. Sally Struthers, Kenny. Is she still with us? She's 75. That's a show you couldn't make these days. That's because people aren't smart enough to see how brilliant it was. I'll never forget the episode when Sammy Davis Jr. was on. And kissed him? Yeah, I mean, it was truly brilliant TV. Hey, Bab. Well, then, where's my Zoom? Here's my Zoom. We need, whoops, not that far of Zoom.
Got him. I think I have an explanation for cryptocurrency. Oh, boy. From Bill Stein. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you came up with it. I don't get it. Well, he's he's found something that you can explain it by selling monkeys. Monkey sales. What? I don't know. Putting Slim Pickens at the end of this movie was just sheer brilliance. Who made this movie? Anyway? I should have a TV here and just watch a movie for an hour and a half. <laughs> I've got two movies going here, Such. What's the other one on? I don't know. It's some cowboy thing. <laughs> I don't like to watch TV in the daytime. Yeah, it makes you uh, anxious. Gives me an anxiety attack. Uh-huh. You know, it should be giving you an anxiety attack right now is what you're going to do on Wednesday evening at the GL Town Council. I'm going to sing and dance. <clears throat> we should just play two straight hours of Married Forever. Well, we're not going to. Oh. We're not going to play any of it because somebody has to write all those questions. Don't we just use the same ones over and over again? We got to play Married Forever. Come on. No, we I should, don't. You know what, Chris? I should call her up. And have her show up. No, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. It, <laughs> it could there. happen. Then you got to ride. She would, I would say, don't tell him. And she goes, go, oh, no, I can hear her now. There's no way I'll tell him. And she would show up. <laughs> I know she would. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> that would be the entire point. Oh, Can we go here? I'm ready. Can you ready? I suppose. Yep. All right. I am rolling. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. Sea foam motor treatment, engine treatment. It helps lubricate and keeping helps keep the moving parts of your internal combustion engine moving properly and smoothly. It stabilizes fuel, controls the small amount of moisture that shows up. It preserves ignition vapors so that uh, that engine, it wants to start. Uh, and Seafoam, you know what Seafoam's pitch should be? It should be, don't work harder, work smarter, because that's what Seafoam does for you. Uh, so basically, that means if you use Seafoam on the regular, that's uh, you know, you're brilliant. I, I just have to tell you right here and now, you're brilliant. But... If you're lazy or forgetful and you don't use seafoam until the situation is dire, well, I sorry, but that's also brilliant uh, because seafoam used in a panic when the engine is stumbling or worse yet, not even starting, that can bail your lazy butt out of a bind. It's just amazing. Oh, and uh, BTW, the seafoam deep creep, that stuff can undo the harm and the rust that misuse inflicts. Coat that rusty junk with deep creep. Let it do all the work for you. Again, brilliant. Very easy to find seafoam. Uh, convenience stores, auto parts stores, knack hardware stores, big box stores, wherever. They're our own local company with a global reach and a true miracle in the world of bad gas. Seafoam. Stacy, the GL geologist, weighs in. Uh-oh. She'll be at the town council meeting, by the way. Nice. Oh, uh, mother is really rumbling in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, I saw that. The volcano has uh, erupted, and uh, it hasn't erupted since 1984. Mauna Loa 
and uh, the alert level is at a warning. And the current aviation color code is red. So this baby is going. Uh, Wait a second, Such. Didn't we just have a big volcano eruption west of there last week? I believe Stacy sent us something on that. Uh, well, it, Guam? It, ha- it could happen everywhere. No, I know we talked about it. I looked it up on the map. Guam or something like that. Yeah. The lava yeah. flows will most be it will mostly be confined within the caldera walls. However, if the eruptive vents migrate, lava flows may move, may move rapidly down slope. So uh, at this point, it doesn't sound like they're panicked for people, but it could develop that way. And uh, she called this last week. That might be what you're thinking. Yeah. Of, the, she the said northern, there was earthquakes all over the region. That's what it was. The yeah. Northern Mariana Islands. Where, yes. Where was that? This is in Hawaii. My my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated (laughs) that it will tip over and uh, like a party barge, like my pontoon. Uh, You don't anticipate that. You don't anticipate that. Like my party barge. (laughs) Just it just flipped. Right. What are you going to do? Well, it's because there's. Do you guys like daylight savings time? I don't mind that necessarily no well it's racist oh it is oh Oh, of course it is well it's racist so now daylight savings time has become political oh absolutely and this is according to uh (laughs) wow cnn a number of emailers uh, kelsey was on this and jordy was on this and cnn health reporter jacqueline howard Wrote an article for CNN. I can find no other uh, source have, for this. I have to find this. And it's called Daylight Savings Time Sheds Light on Lack of Sleep's Disproportionate Impact on Communities <laughs> of Color. It's so, so oh the, my God. Light, light itself, the light of God in nature is in itself racist disproportionately explain that to, to me please how well, i'm gonna make an attempt to God, you're uh, not kidding i'm seeing no, it right here on no. their website as the u as the united states rolled back the clocks one hour this month to observe the end of daylight saving time many people got a bit more sleep than usual but some not as much as others and we have growing bodies of evidence uh, according to this woman who offers no uh, indication of that uh Growing bodies of evidence that show the, that lack of sleep and sleep disorders, such as apnea, remain more prevalent in Black, Asian, and Hispanic or Latino communities, and these inequities can have long-term detrimental implications for physical health. See, but only Black people would get that, or Latino people. No white person no, in uh-uh. the history of the world has ever had apnea. Well, that's because you have privilege. Doesn't happen. White privilege. Now, some sleep researchers, all of whom, of course, are unnamed, worry about the potential effects that the continuing that continuing to change standard time twice a year results in sleep health inequities. See, <laughs> honest to God. As for the inequities seen in sleep health, it's not that white adults don't use don't also experience a lack of sleep and its health consequences, but people of color appear to disproportionately experience them more, and that's believed to be largely due to social systems in the United States. See? (laughs) Uh Of course. Yet the racial and ethnic disparities in sleep 
duration appear to be getting worse. A study, because you got to have a study. Absolutely. A study published in April in the medical journal JAMA Network found that among more than 400,000 adults in the U.S. between 2004 and 2018, the prevalence of short and long sleep duration was persistently higher among those who were Black and Hispanic or Latino. Short sleep is less than seven hours a day, and long sleep is more than nine hours. Hmm. Among those uh, social conditions, I guess, are housing and noise pollution, light pollution, air pollution, stress from different sources, including racial discrimination and jobs or working conditions, meaning that the convergence of all those factors may explain why getting the recommended amount of sleep may be less common among black adults than among white adults. Uh, well, I don't sleep well, and I'm white. Yeah, well, um, you don't count. I pulled up Jacqueline Howard's Twitter account. Yeah, she's a CNN reporter. And every article she has posted yeah. is about race. For instance, on October 20th, <clears throat> There's growing evidence that black heart failure patients are less likely than white patients to get the advanced therapies that they may need. Here's my latest piece. And uh, I think she likes the term growing evidence without supporting it. It has been right. well known, Joe. No, there's another buzzword, well known. It, it's not well known to me. It has been well known that black babies are about twice as likely to die as white babies before their first birthday. Now, a new study finds that disparity is even larger when babies are conceived by IVF or other reproductive assistance. Here's my story. She, she, well, she's feasting off the well, industry. It's an industry, and she's uh, she writes about the industry. Okay, wow. here's your job now. That you're you're a new hire. Here's here's your job. Here's all you have to do: just make crap up. Okay, yeah. just we'll, we'll run it. Make this is made up. up. Yeah, daylight is racist. <laughs> I uh, she has one about hearing aids. Hearing aids I are mean, they racist? Are they racist too? What is this? Well, I want to hear more about that. Oh, She'll have well, the term some studies growing evidence. I, I Most people know. Scrolling. I keep scrolling. Right. This could you're right, Such. This could be a drinking game. <laughs> right. It could. It really could. Uh, some people today, say, uh, <laughs> whoops, take a drink. Starting starting today, adults in the United States with mild to moderate hearing loss can buy hearing aids at a store online without a prescription exam. <laughs> However, 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 people in marginalized communities do not have that advantage. Here's my latest. Why, Why? Why don't they have that Why? advantage? Because hearing aids are racist. Well, they what's can't to get stop those somebody ads? in a marginalized community from buying a hearing aid? Oh, my God. This Would is it fit. be access to the Internet? Um, that's all I can come up with. Well, this... studies show. There's a lot of misinformation. Oh, wait, that, that one's not okay. Well, Janelle, or this what's your name? Just Jacqueline Howard. Jacqueline widely Howard. You're an embarrassment. Yeah. Wow. Sleep. If you if you sleep well, that's because you have white privilege, obviously. Um. So this evening, when my uh, roommate says at, at five o'clock, she'll say. Ah, oh, it's getting dark already. Yeah. I, I can say to her, well, that's because we hate black people. That's right. right. That's right. exactly because, why. Yeah. That's because yeah. the social construct of this country is aligned against various people of color. Right. Latinos and uh, Hispanic and uh, black people, uh, none of whom can sleep. Just be happy. We, you know uh, what? 
because white people control the clocks. Yeah. So That's just be happy is. you're a cracker. Honey. That's right. And, so uh, we've discussed this. <laughs> I can't remember on the show or off the show, but the entire daylight savings in general. Why why are people so outraged by it? I don't get it. It's so what? You have to turn your clocks back. And I know, but I think I I'm I'm in the camp that wishes that we did not just have one time all year. So long. you're saying you want it to? Because s- I think it's racist. But you think it gets dark too early this time of the year? Yes, I do. So you but want it to be? It's different. Is it in standard time? You now? know what? I don't really care. It's different for everybody because in the summer there's nothing worse than going to bed at eight o'clock and the sun is still up. Because I got to get up early. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I love that it gets dark at you know between four and five. That's awesome. <laughs> it means I get a couple of hours of darkness before Sleepy I go to bed. Time. Yeah, and at seven o'clock, uh, we always look at each other and say, "It's only seven o'clock." <laughs> well, I, you know, you can think you you can say, "Well, I've heard everything," but you never have heard everything. No, when it, you it's have not people actually getting a paycheck from CNN to come up with this drivel. You haven't heard any. You, if 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 light itself, if daylight itself is racist, then what what could not be racist? Sun. If the sun is out, that's racist. If it isn't out, that's racist. If it rains, that's racist. It, it's there's no end. You're we right. could play a game at the uh, at the town hall yeah. meeting. Um, it would be real headline or the onion, because that's how absurd life is. Right. Gotten. Daylight saving time sheds light on lack of sleep's disproportionate impact on compute on communities of color. So daylight savings time is racist, according to CNN. Uh, I don't sleep well. I wonder what Jacqueline Howard would say about me. Well, that's your white guilt keeping you awake. Maybe that's it. Yeah. And we all know that it's an industry, and we all know that it will not ever uh, have bounds, and we all know the reason why, don't you guys? That's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you uh, have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I have the privilege of white privilege? Yeah, David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. Uh, Ariva, I hate to break it to you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. (laughs) But but I've asked you a million times, can you find the rest of that? I want to know what she ultimately said, that phony. She might have hung up. Gee whiz, isn't that something? You know what? I will dig for that right now. Well, I only asked you two years ago. I know. You're just getting around to it? Yeah. One day. Well, wouldn't it be the same thing they call, like, say, oh, Clarence Thomas or Thomas Selwell or any of those people? What about them? Oh, it'd be the same thing they call them. Uncle Tom or whatever. In in, uh, in Bush's pocket or who read Trump's pocket. I hate to break it to you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. Okay, then. I See, you went to white privilege. This is the falsehood in this. You went immediately with an assumption. Your people, obviously, or you didn't look. You're talking to a black man who started out in rock radio in Boston, who crossed the path into hip-hop, rebuilding one of the greatest black stations in America, and went on to work for Fox News, where I'm told apparently blacks aren't supposed to work, but yet you come with this assumption and you go to white privilege. 
That's it. actually they, insulting. It is, and I apologize because my people gave me wrong information. They, they told me. No, no, your people are nuts. That's why. Can I, can I apologize and correct the record? I want to apologize. I was given wrong information about you, and I apologize. But based on my so color, you were going to something that I was part of. And just to add to it, my family background is white, black, Indian, Arawak, Irish, so Scottish. I mean, he's a normal so American. Yeah. I'm like the UN when it comes to this. Yeah. And this is part we of all the problem are. with driving a narrative around a construct like Does okay. my throat hurts when I listen to him? Yeah, he That's got the hurt. I didn't off. know he worked for a rock station. That made him even cooler. I remember that we did, uh, uh, you did dig that up. Prior I'll say today. this though. So that, yeah. do you want the whole clip going forward? Well, or just she was cool. Sm- she did what she had to do. I'm sorry. Well, what, what, that doesn't make her cool. That exposes her for what an idiot well, no, she is. But but wh- no, the idiocy was why was she even talking to the guy? To, to do you the one thing I don't believe is do you think she has people? God I no, no, probably not. I think she was blaming these mythical people who don't exist on her own. Um, you know, being ill-prepared. Do you, do you want to know how cryptocurrency works? Nah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Reavers, you have some familiarity with crypto. Is it like, Reavers, is it like PayPal? I used to be on PayPal. I'm not the, anymore. Yes, but not really. Well, Bill Stein sent me this. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's his. I think he got it somewhere. Uh, not long ago, a merchant found a lot of monkeys. Oh boy. That live near the village. All right. One day he came to the village saying he wanted to buy the monkeys. And he announced that he'd pay, he would buy the monkeys for a hundred bucks each. The villagers thought the guy must be crazy. How can somebody buy stray monkeys at a hundred dollars each? Still, some people caught monkeys and gave it to this merchant, and he gave them a hundred bucks for each monkey. All right. Okay. The news spread like wildfire and people caught monkeys and sold them to this guy. After a few days, he said, I'll buy those monkeys for $200 each. And the villagers ran around like crazy to catch the remaining monkeys. And they sold those monkeys to this guy for 200 bucks each. He's got all these monkeys. Now he paid a hundred bucks for the first wave of monkeys. Then he paid 200 bucks. Then the merchant announced, I'll tell you what, I'm going to buy the monkeys for $500 each. Wow, that's a lot of money. And the villagers, you know, they couldn't even sleep. They were so excited. They caught six or seven monkeys, which was all that was left. They got 500 bucks each. All right. Now they're waiting for the next announcement. What's this guy going to do? And he said, well, I'm going on holiday next week. But when I come back, I'll buy the monkeys for $1,000 each. Holy mackerel. He also said, I'm putting this employee in charge and he'll take care of the monkeys until I get back. Then he went on holiday. Mm-hmm. And the villagers were frantic and sad because there was no monkeys left for them to sell at a grand apiece, as was promised by the merchant. Then the merchant's employee contacted them and said, I got an idea. I'll secretly sell you these monkeys at 700 bucks each thinking they're going to make 300. and the news spread like wildfire again and they said well the merchant's 
merchant promised that when he came back, he'll buy these monkeys for a grand each. They would each achieve a $300 profit per monkey. He already lost me. I the lost. next day, the villagers queued up near the monkey cage. The employees sold all the monkeys for 700 bucks each. The rich bought monkeys in large lots. The poor borrowed money from monkey lenders. I'm sorry, money lenders and bought the rest of the monkeys. <laughs> The villagers took care of their monkeys and waited for the merchant to return, but nobody came. Then they ran to find the employee. He was not to be found. Hmm. The villagers hmm. then realized that they had been duped, buying useless stray monkeys for 700 bucks each and were now unable to sell them. This monkey business is now known, known as Bitcoin. It will make a lot of people bankrupt and a very few people filthy rich in this kind of monkey business. Okay. So wait a minute. That's not an awful analogy. So the guy goes on vacation. Mm -hmm. The employee sells all the monkeys yep. they had purchased. Yep. yep. Sells them for to 700 them bucks. For $700. Mm -hmm. The only thing, though, that yeah. the people that got in on the game very early on yeah. made significant money. Not these monkey buyers. Maybe not the people that got into the game late, like the monkey buyers, but well, the monkey buyers got in on the ground floor for a hundred bucks each. They were being paid a hundred bucks for their monkeys. Right. And then the guy said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 200 bucks for these monkeys. But I mean, the first few days or whatever, up to 500 a piece, everybody's happy. Why not? You know, this is like the price is right. All I you can know take is your $500 and go have anything to do with it. No, listen, you can either take your 500 and go home or yeah. you can bet it all on window number three. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I didn't invest in crypto. Well, some made, like I said, I'm, I'm sure some people did. Uh, they're the employee who went off on vacation and never to return. There you go. Yeah. And then they resold the Bitcoin to the, uh, to the monkeys. You know, what's a better investment. Anything. The, the slush buster. Yes, it is. That's the best invention you can invest in right now. And Garage Logic, we'd like to welcome our new partners with the slush buster. Invented right here in Burnsville, Minnesota by Dave Pounds, a loyal GLer. See, Dave got tired of all the corrosive slush that was rusting his cars and damaging his garage floor. And the old broomstick and boot that was used to remove the slush, well, that just wasn't cutting it anymore. So, here comes along the Slush Buster, which is designed and assembled in Rogers, Minnesota. It's the only device on the market that is specially designed to remove that slush. It will greatly reduce the slush that damages your vehicle and garage floor, but it's also going to reduce the ice formation that can cause slips and falls that can injure you and your family. And GLers, we know you take good care of your vehicles and your garage, and the Slush Buster is going to help out with both. Dave and his wife will show some support for the Slush Buster today. You can learn more. Order yours online at slushbuster.us. Joe, that's slushbuster.us. It's also available on Amazon. And you can purchase them at any one of the 21 Fratelloni's hardware store locations or also at the Wellna Ace Hardware in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. That's right, the slushbuster.us. We'll meet them tomorrow. Five inches of snow? Mm-hmm. Now's the time to order your Slush Buster. So place your order today with Dave and the crew and let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. I need to do a little editing if you gentlemen want to talk amongst yourselves. I just realized I forgot to edit the last break. 
The only thing that doesn't work for me in that monkey analogy is that monkeys exist. They're real. It's a quantifiable item. Yeah, you can see it. Uh, Bitcoin was was not real in the sense that it wasn't backed by anything. Well, I want to say this on the show. The problem Bitcoin got into is the origination of Bitcoin made sense, but there were too many secondary and outer well, rings. Well, the origination didn't make sense. It's no, based on nothing. But there were all these other secondary outfits like this FTX whack job yeah. that got people like Tom Brady to give $300 million to him. What well, that was it? nothing but a pyramid scheme. What about NFTs, Joe? Are you going to explain those to us? Non-fungible next? tokens. Well, you're right. You're down with that. That's all crypto coins are is non-fungible token. Cannot be copied, substituted, or subdivided. Mm-hmm. Subdivision. Sub divider hey ken you know what i should have done was had you do yeah. an add into the break there well you've got the uh, the dk mags um i wonder if we see well true. why am i doing monday night sports stuff? i, I oh, made a bad. generic for ross true that you should have access to true 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 dad you like formica uh, billy i don't have any choice i have a ton of it and i hate it what is it Good for workbenches. Well, until the edges come off. Till the levee breaks. Till the well runs dry. Till the creek bed dry up. Till the cows come home. Um, you know what, Ken? Let's hold off on DK today because you only need one. Let's do let's just do Maple Grove here. And we'll uh Okay, Chris. Is that okay? Ken. Well, China's driving our market down. Well, yeah, you knew that was going to happen. That sounds like white problems to me. White privilege, Joe. You got a lot of it. And that's the thing that pisses me off about people like her. She's going to become a millionaire. Who? Uh, The gal we were just talking about that writes for CNN. Oh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Hey, daylight is racist. Mm-hmm. Evil, evil daylight. I see a lot of people going down that road, though. Writers. Oh yeah, we've got uh, we got people in town that do that. Yeah, that old fill-in host we had. It's too bad. Oh well, not my problem. I've never made it all the way through the wild bunch. It's too long, too complicated, too boring. You know what I did watch again during the break? Jackie Brown. That's a good flick. Boy, is it ever. All right, that's done. I need a, uh, what do you call it? A bump. All right, I'm ready if you gentlemen are. Is Kenny got something? Sure does. You ready, Ken? Mm-hmm. All right, I am rolling. Mm-hmm. 
Truth, Justice, and the Souteré. Marshall Tucker Band on the GL Podcast. Been a long time since I've <laughs> rolled a big fatty, but it's now becoming legal in Minnesota. No reaction out of No him. wonder is, you only play the tambourine. Is his head are are your headphones turned off? I was watching a rhino flip a car over. <laughs> He's worse than my kid. <laughs> and you criticize me for yeah. watching two movies. Uh, Carl sent me an email. Never tailgate a rhino. <laughs> what the hell? Wow. It comes with music. Uh, big, big, big year-end sale in progress right now. Maple Grove Lock and Safe. It's a progressive sale in progress. Let me mansplain this to you. Spend $999 to $1299. Get a $50 in-store instant rebate and a $50 mail-in rebate. $1,300 to $1,999, it's $75. And it goes all the way up to $8,500 and up, where you'll make $350 instant savings and a $350 mail-in rebate. What's what's that come out to? Three times uh, two, six, six plus uh, 50 plus 50. That's $700. Nine, yep. Wow. Uh, and like always, professional delivery and insta- uh, installation always available at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Hell, I say it's advisable, but you know, you be you. Liberty Safes, that, that's what we're talking here. Uh, the best made safes in the entire world, made in the U.S., um, transferable lifetime warranty. You can look them up on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com, then stop into the Maple Grove showroom, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. Take advantage of this progressive sale. It's actually just a rebate offer. It's not so much a sale. You pay regular prices, but boy, do you get cash back. Yowza. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and then open 24 hours a day on that previously mentioned website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Downing thinks I've, inge- I've invented a new gender. <laughs> oh, that. Remember we were talking about all the genders available to yes. you in San Francisco if you mm-hmm. want to get the free money mm-hmm. sure. that the taxpayers have to work for? Uh, he said a lot of those didn't sound like genders. They sounded like personalities, lifestyles, hobbies, even fashions, but not genders. And it occurred to me that the old mayor may have been decades ahead of the game on this. Could it be that modern, caring, sensitive male is simply another gender? Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yes. And he says, show me the money. He thinks he should get paid for that. Well. <laughs> He's I not bought wrong. a pumpkin this year. He, he's not wrong, but he's not getting paid. <laughs> Modern, caring, sensitive male. Let's see. If I remember right, though, you were mocking that. Of course I was. Speaking of San Francisco, somebody did a side-by-side video of Black Friday. Remember, Nancy Pelosi has done a lot for San Francisco. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did a side-by-side of basically the same three-block stretch of what in 2019 was a very, would it be robust? Yes. Festive Black Friday in downtown San Francisco to last week. Really? How did, how did it look? It's eerie. It almost looks like it was a made-up Hollywood set. Wow. And that's just in three years. Think of that. Watch the movie Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with Spencer Tracy. I, I, I and- did recently. Yeah, and uh, some, there's some wonderful shots of San Francisco. Mm. Oh, 
of driving into San Francisco no. when it was a real city. I've also watched in the last week, they've been playing over and over and over again, Bullet. Well, you can't beat Bullet either. One of the world's great car chases. Yeah, but if you watch it enough, you see a lot of inconsistencies. Like you see the same green VW bug four different times <laughs> in allegedly four different places. Right. <laughs> when All it was was four different cam- camera angles of the same scene. Well, that, that uh, I, I don't like anyone who poo-poos that car scene. I'm sorry, you're wrong. And, and then uh, what was uh, what was he chasing, a charger? Yeah. In one scene, the charger's all beat up in the front end, and then the next scene, the charger is pristine. I'll have and, to look and, at it again. And, you've and got these, my curiosity. Well, these are things you only see when you've watched a movie way too many times. But also great scenes of san francisco but um a must when you're watching bullet the sound has to be way up oh yeah just to hear the sound 11 that must style yeah yeah it sounds so Uh, the uh, the video i was referencing to and this might be a we don't know that but it's certainly believable that the san francisco uh what would you call it um retail space or san francisco the non-residential parts of downtown has a 70 percent uh, occupancy, vacancy. Vac- vacancy. Thank you. Wow. You 70%. Wow. Because people just said, bleep it. We're out of here. Huh? Closer. You get to the country's tallest building. Thank you, Nancy, for all of your work. Double secret emergency with the traveling Lyman's. Oh no. They're in oh, no. Eden Prairie. Oh no. Are they back for the there holidays? There have been some travel location changes. Uh, Tom is having email issues. This is Jessica writing. Uh, There's an explanation as to why we ended up back in Minnesota instead of the Seychelles on a cruise, but it's an unbelievably convoluted story found at this link. And you can go to Worldwide Waftage and uh, read it. It's a shocking and totally unexpected situation. We aren't in the Seychelles on the cruise, and it explains why. I don't think anyone's in trouble or anything. It's not tragedy, right? No, it doesn't sound like it at all. All right. Worldwidewaftage.com. On this day in 1850. Today is November 28th. Aaron Goodrich, Minnesota Territory's first Supreme Court justice, was accused of adultery. An effort to impeach him failed, but President Millard Fillmore exercised his executive power to remove Goodrich from office in 1851. Well, we have a Goodrich Ice Arena. We have a Goodrich Street. Uh, should we, if this fellow was an heir to well, well, did anybody ask his wife? Maybe she was okay with yeah. him. You know, gets him out of her hair. In 1882 on this day, <laughs> what happened? Are you reading about worldwide waftage? No, no, oh. I'm not. I'm laughing at Kenny. Uh, November 28th. On 1882, on this day, trader and town founder Alexander Fairbo died. We uh, make the news a lot, don't yeah, we? Yeah. In 1835, Fairbo set up a post in what would become his namesake town. And in 1853, he built the town's first frame I, house. I, I, I don't want to rip you, Chris, but I don't get it. I don't either. What? I don't either, and I'm from there. It, it doesn't seem that you know remarkable. To me. Although the day, house itself, I will say that I've been in there many times. It's right the, next to the Senex gas station, right on Highway 60. 
It's but, actually pretty cool to go in and see. I mean, you don't have a ball of twine. You don't have a big musky. You don't no. have Paul Bunyan. No. You don't have Big Ole. No. You don't have a big giant cow on a post or, right. uh, up we by the freeway. That. Well, what do you got? You, you got something for me? We got, got a historic. We got a historic downtown. It's pretty neat. Uh, we got a ballpark that I love personally. It's one of my favorites in the state. Uh, we got uh, got a Carbonis. On this day in 1905, <laughs> today is November 28th. The freighter Matafa wrecked near the lighthouse in Duluth Harbor during a storm that sank 18 ships Ooh. on the Great Lakes in a 24-hour period. The crew suffered terribly from the cold winds of the storm and nine froze to death. I think Kurt Brown wrote a book about this. Really? So this morning, one of the news channels, it was either five or nine, was running over and over again scenes of people surfing on Lake Superior. Oh, boy. And in one shot, they show show them paddling out. Then the next shot, they're, they're surfing in. But then they show the water crashing onto giant boulders. Well, that's the shoreline there. Well, how do these dum dums? get past the boulders when they they're coming in. Yeah, oh, you just, just go down the side there. Turn on the three-horse Johnson right. and mo- motor past them. Get this. The Matafa was rebuilt and continued to operate until 1966. Hmm, what a bunch of cheapskates. Holy mackerel. And on this day in 1922, Lake of the Woods County was established. Why did they just drive around the wall? Well, they did. They went around the boulders, and, <laughs> and there was some sand they could land on. Why didn't they just drive around the damn wall? <laughs> I was my geography was a bit well, fouled up there, wasn't it? It happens. It'll happen. What are you going to do? Why don't they just drive around yeah. it? GLers, rocking. We'll see you Wednesday. At Tattersall. We'll also see you tomorrow. That's We're here right. tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Tattersall. If you haven't signed up for the Garage Logic Town Council yet, now's your chance to do it before you can RSVP for the GL first ever town council members only meeting at Tattersall in River Falls, 4 to 6.30 p.m. RSVP now at garagelogic.com. And as long as you're online, why don't you subscribe to the GL YouTube channel? Because there we are posting daily content for your amusement. And follow us on all of our social media channels, which is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll see you Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, we'll see you later today. I don't know. I got to bring that guy some pennies. How am I going to remember? Make a post. I just note. got an email from the company. The guy says, "Give me a call." Oh, the last thing I said was bummer. I was planning on buying one today, and I just got uh, a few minutes ago. Give me a call. Just ask if you can get it for the price. And what do you want to buy? It's a combination, a plasma cutter, TIG welder, and stick welder. Cool. Yeah. And you can cut up to a half inch and, and weld up to a half inch. You can inch. mold your hand into something and it'll be that way permanently. Huh? Nothing. Oh. Someone said there's a wax hand, uh, told me that there's a wax hands at the Mall of America. Well, that figures. No, I don't. I think the industry has been dead for some time, Pat. No. I'm never going to see my investment either. <laughs> Love that laugh. I do too. Yeah. Hey, Joe, give Ricey your Bitcoin uh, analogy. It's all monkeys. <laughs> you missed a good one today. <laughs> the guy's selling monkeys, and then he says, 
I'll I'll give you. No, nah, it's too complicated. <laughs> It's a blue paint, red paint. Yeah, it's blue paint, red paint. <laughs> I can write it down. You can come in here. We're done. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm ready. Urban apartment dwellers. Yep. Angry. Yep. At lack of EV charging stations. I think you should tell at the meeting, you should tell risque jokes, misogynist jokes, jokes that you don't dare tell anywhere else. Everyone get your cell phones out. (laughs) How does a real man know when his wife has achieved happiness in the boudoir? A real man doesn't care. I was going to say, I I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Stuff like that. Uh, The push is on. Yep. Didn't you have one about fixing to legalize dinner? marijuana by yep. the same people? Yep, who condemn cigarette smoking? <laughs> yeah, there he is again. <laughs> the punchline is uh, that's great, honey. What's for dinner? Yeah, uh, I don't remember what the setup was. Daylight saving time. Is racist. <laughs> Do you want to add, like, according to, no. according comma, to, okay, according oh. to CNN? That's enough. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Well, because people of color don't sleep the same as white people. Apparently less, but I don't sleep well, and I'm not a person. That's what I want to know. But you're Irish, right? There's only so many you sleep, right? That's it. I don't sleep for shit. Neither do I. Here we go. (laughs) Tell them we're on. Yeah, that's right. We have it on on authority that the council loves the council. The council loves the transition between GL and Sports Talk. Just the S word, but we don't get. I already dropped an F bomb earlier, so you're good. That's what they're signing up for. Kenny's there if you want to chat with him. Uh, Let me get this thing on here. I got nothing to say to Racy. (laughs) I am going to go buy a pair of headsets one of these days. Kenny, I drove by. What's your What's your speedway in Alexandria? Viking. Yeah, I drove by that. That is a massive place. I will never. Go to that place again. Oh, really? Does the guy still have the Trump car up there? Until a couple of uh, board members get fired. No, they're running that place into the ground. I've never seen a racetrack so ill managed. Oh, really? Oh, my God. They're just the worst. You got Sock Center, though, don't you? No, they closed years ago and they, uh, they, um, they, Actually, they uh, bulldozed it down. Wow. Uh, what we do have is I-94 up in Fergus Falls, which is a quality-run really? racetrack. Yeah. Uh, dirt or? Uh, dirt. It's dirt. all dirt. Okay. Yeah. But the one in uh, Alex, they paved it at one point, right? No, not Alex. thought no. they paved Sox, it. Sox Center, they did. Oh, and that's why they went out of business, right? No, they went back to dirt, and then they went out of business. Yeah. I was going to say, because uh, William and I left, we were at the in-law's over the weekend for Thanksgiving. And so William and I went in into town to go get some stuff. I said, let's drive by the racetrack quick, buddy, on our way back to Nana's house. It looked cool from the street. 
but oh chris no the facility and the track are it's a half mile on the inside post i mean it with giant bank corners it is a fantastic track oh you're saying just the it's, way it's just run. run by people that i don't know hate racers and it looks hate like fans. baseball 